Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And I think we have our best show ever for you tonight. Um, some fantastic topics that oh, yeah. uh, I, I've been waiting for one of these for a long time. And I've been waiting to do a response to one of these for a long time. And you know exactly which two those are. I'm going to leave you all hanging on the edge until we get to those segments. Chris, what do we have for him to start off tonight? All right, as always, we've been giving us updates about the MLB uh, season, so we're going to give you a postseason update. We have discussed doing NFL standings update. We decided to push that to next week because we have a loaded show for you guys, and we don't want to go too far past an hour because we have a feeling we will because we are so excited for three of these segments. Not necessarily this one, not necessarily the next one, but maybe the next three. Who knows? Maybe it's this one, this one, this one. Who knows? But for the, the, the next one's more of a requirement. I yeah. That. Yeah. The postseason update. You, you have you have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the New York Yankees in the ALDS and the Rays. Thank the good Lord beat the Yankees in the in the series three to two. They have advanced the ALCS where they were faced. Unfortunately, the Houston Cheaters who advanced past the A's, winning the series three to one. So you have Rays, Astros, and the ALCS that begins Sunday night. At 7.37 Eastern Standard Time on TBS. So 6.37 if you are here in the central part of the re- of the world, which is the real part of the world, not that super New York time. In the NL, the Dodgers took care of business and swept the Padres. I had them as a, a dark horse team because maybe they get hot, they beat the, pot, the Dodgers. Yeah, that didn't happen. Dodgers be on the they advance on. And then in the NLDS... In the other parts, the Braves and Marlins. The Braves showed the Cubs how to win games in the postseason by scoring runs, winning the series three to zero against the Marlins, advancing to the NLCS, which makes Java rather happy because he had them as their dark as his dark horse. So that means we have Dodgers, Braves, the one and two season NL facing off on, in the NLCS being Monday night at eight oh eight Eastern Standard Time, seven oh eight if you're in the Central Region on Fox. Ooh, doggy, we have some good matchups. Can't wait for that, man. Rays, please, please beat the cheaters. We can't have them in the World <laughs> Series. I, I don't know what I would do. I might lose my mind. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, that's we, We've been calling for their heads all season, and so to see to see them in a championship series situation, uh, you know, any true baseball fan is not going to appreciate it. So um, uh, the, the Houston Astros, Astros, excuse me, um, just, I, I don't think they belong in a position where they can get into the playoffs. Barely received a, sl- a slap on the wrist for what they did, um, wh- where what they should have gotten was at least a ban from the playoffs for one, one year, something yeah. like that, yeah. just because, you know, it's what they did was wrong. And, and they know it. Everyone else knows it. They're not going to admit it out loud, but it's, it's one of those things that now we just kind of have to deal with and hope that they – don't get in and give themselves another opportunity. I mean, slap on the wrist. They got a finger wagon. That's all they got. They didn't even get it. It really was, yeah. They got nothing. They should have had a broken leg or something. There should have been some repercussions for this, but no, no, no. How about 30 hit by pitch in 30 games? That would be nice. That should have happened. (laughs) Thanks for that, Liam, because now we go into Tom's least favorite segment. It's time where Tom must pay the price for losing our MLB season draft. 
to be quite honest with all of you, I wanted to, he doesn't know this, but I wanted to text his wife and ask if her or her parents wanted to come on this episode to surprise him and be the judge if he was nice or not. I decided against that. I also. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you were going to do that. Now, to be less me, I was thinking about texting Aaron Trom and having him come on the show for the very same reason I did not. I decided against this. I thought it would be too much pain and suffering on his part. So I decided to not do this to him. But without further ado, Tom, please get your punishment over with so I don't listen to it for, my, for very long. And be nice to the evil green and yellow professional football team that hails from Green Bay, Wisconsin. This is where I wish you guys could see my reactions because either that we are on YouTube or something like that, or this was a live video. If this was live, holy cow, um, I'd be sweating bullets. But uh, yeah, he he put me in a spot here where where he yeah he definitely did not tell me that he was going to maybe have someone on tonight so i'm i was freaking out for a second that it's like yeah i, I was gonna do this and then i did and then i was gonna get aaron and then i didn't like well one what's is there a third like please stop going down the list of folks to talk to um anyway all right so yes um all hail king chris king of the mlb uh draft predictions or predictions drafts whatever we want to call it i'm really just stalling because i don't want to start this um, but yes, so Chris and I are major, he's got a timer. Um, <laughs> Chris and I are major Bears fans. So for us, this is kind of huge to actually like talk nice about the Packers. And I have to say their name. Um, and I, I can't be sarcastic or anything weird about it so sorry there's a lot of pauses in here because i'm just trying to think of words because i can't be um snarky that's the word i'm looking for anyway chris start the timer please um and if it's anything close to five minutes please give me grace so packers truly an iconic franchise and uh i mean as as a bears fan i can appreciate the rivalry and how long that that has gone on. The Packers are one of the third oldest, or they, excuse me, they are one of the third, one of the oldest, they are the third oldest team um, in professional football in the NFL. They, were, they started in 1919. They were founded by, uh, co-founded by Curly Lambeau, um, who, again, was one of those iconic coaches and, um, and now is the namesake of Lambeau Field. And I'll get more into Lambeau Field later on. But I think along with that iconic franchise, you know, it's it's very a, a very old, very historic team. Um, and I do have to appreciate the rivalry that we have as a Bears um, organization with them, because without them, you know, it, it, there is something to the rivalry that has a little edge to it that gives us something to desire every year. And so... Along with that, iconic coaches, Curly Lambeau, um, Curly's uh, nickname Earl Curly Lambeau, um, and Vince Lombardi, namesake of the Lombardi Trophy. That you have two coaches there that really established themselves early on in professional football um, and now are, are held in football history through the Lombardi Trophy and through Lambeau Field. And by the way, Lambeau Field and, and Green Bay sit in uh, the – I believe, anyway, from what I found, um, do not check my sources, 
Green Bay has less than 100,000 people in it and is the only true small town left in major professional sports. And so I think that holds its place in pro sports so well because of how the Packers have established themselves as a, an iconic team. And so I, I, I'm just going to leave that there. I'm really grasping at straws, so bear with me for the next how much time do I have, Chris? Um, anyway, <laughs> between the two coaches, Lambeau and Lombardi, they brought 11 titles to Green Bay, some prior to the Super Bowl era, though. And so um, 11 championships uh, with streaks from 1929 to 1931, and then again from 1965 to 1967. Um, and then there were four championships, and this is not necessarily all from the uh, Lambeau-Lombardi dynasty, but um, four championships in the Super Bowl era in 1967, 68, and 97, and then again in 2011. Um, 2011 being the most recent that I, you know, I can actually recall. I was alive for 97, but it was like three, four then. So, um, yeah, I, I think – Especially thinking about the 2011 Super Bowl, uh, great game to watch, and uh, Rodgers truly showed why he is a Super Bowl quarterback or was at the time. And so um, that all the titles that have been brought to Green Bay, I understand why it's designated. That was a quick five minutes. Okay, why it's designated as Title Town. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up uh, by going through a few things that I've found as reasons that others have listed why they like the Packers. Okay. Lambeau Field, like I said, iconic stadium. It's on my bucket list of fields to visit amongst all sports. And, and I have, I might get a chance to visit next year if Notre Dame and Wisconsin get to play each other like they had planned for 2020. So I might actually get to visit the frozen tundra myself. Pretty awesome. Um, the fans are dedicated. You always see some Yahoo in, uh, yes, I'm using my phrase, in green and yellow overalls and nothing else in like 15 degree weather. There's, a, you, it, without a doubt, you'll always find it, except for this year, of course, maybe in the parking lot. I don't know. But got to hand it to them to be all the way up north. Fans are dedicated. Lambeau Leap. The Lambeau Leap is something that you don't find anywhere else. The fans love it and more. Than that, the fans hate it when anyone else does it. So, perfect. Um, Cheeseheads are identifiable anywhere. Leave that as it is. I already talked about the Lombardi Trophy, iconic. Um, and the last two are, are just from, from me, and I know I'm going to go over time here, Chris, um, but I, I rambled on a few things. Um, that I bet you, and I obviously haven't been there, I bet that you will find the best cheese curds of any NFL stadium in the country at Lambeau Field, um, and they, you know, they may only they may have the only cheese curds in the NFL, uh, but you're in Dairyland, USA, up there. So probably some of the best cheese curds you'll find in any uh, stadium, which I think is the, the best sports food. And then finally, uh, I married into a Packers family, and so while uh, that rivalry is uh, alive for some, in the sense that they watch the games. It's alive for me in that, you know, every day I, I, I am married to a diehard Packers fan and live 10 minutes away from the family of a diehard Packers fan. And so um, I get to kind of live in the rivalry 
every day, uh, which is actually pretty cool. You know, they, they ribbed me. I ribbed them back. Most of the time don't have that many opportunities because I don't have much to talk about, but um, still pretty cool to have that as kind of a, a running thing in the family. So um, anyway, there's my five minutes. There's my punishment. I think it was more punishment for Chris because he had to hear it all. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take these notes. I'm trying to clean them up so you can hear that. And they are gone. So take it away, Chris, because I need to I, – I, my – I need to take a drink of water. Yeah, to for those of you who don't for those of you who may not notice, I did have a stopwatch. He went for six minutes and nine seconds, so he more than paid his penalty. He did a fantastic job of talking well about that franchise that I've refused to call by their nickname because I despise them so being from the Chicago suburbs. And I I do agree that I do want to go to Lambeau Field. Maybe not where embarrassed because I may get murdered if I do. <laughs> you, you probably will. I've heard but, that. But, no, it, not not legitimately. But I've I've heard right. that you know you might be in in dangerous territory. But I would like to see the same, and I do respect the rivalry because it is iconic. It is the oldest rivalry in professional sport, yes. professional football. So it does deserve its respect. And thank goodness that's over with. Yeah. yeah, and I'll, I'll say that the reason I decided, to, you know, just in a moment to go over uh, my five minutes was I did kind of ramble and I did kind of pause because um, I was grasping for words there. So I uh, wanted to be a good sport about it and not think that I was just kind of like uh, umming, you know, the right. whole five minutes away. So I uh, appreciate that there, but I am glad that it is over yeah. because now I can clear my browser history of all Packers. <laughs> Yeah. Um, evidence. It, it's it's weird, you know. Now that I've been Google searching all the Packers stuff, I'm getting ads, and I don't uh, like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's bad. It's oh. bad. Guy dries out. Guy dries out. Guy dries out. I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> Ingrained. Oh, like I said, it's in the family. All right. Get away from that topic. Let's go to something that is um, near and dear to our hearts: the Chicago Cubs and Chicago Bears, and. As Chicago sports fans, we're not always the happiest bunch. The Cubs made the playoffs. The Bears are four and one. And what do we have for the teams? Happy and joy? No, we have grievances. So yes. we're going to do something from one of our, my favorite TV shows of all time, one of Tom's favorite TV shows of all time. We're going to have the airing of grievances from Festivus. And it's going to be an early Festivus for us to air our grievances. And me being the patriarch of the show being the old man <laughs> i will take over the frank costanza role and say to the show because first and foremost i got a lot of problems with the people and now they're going to hear about it flashback to a, a prior chris's quote of the week <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> exactly i mean so let's start with the the head honcho that tom ricketts fellow i know construction costs are for renovating Wrigley field thank you for doing that it was needed and building up the area around Wrigley Field, not so much neighbors. Really cool to be back there and see all the fancy stuff. Have gone overboard, but that is no excuse for limiting the budget for baseball operations so we cannot bring players in. And, I mean, you're an owner. Either get rid of the luxury tax penalties that are causing you not to go over, or don't use an excuse. Actually, be willing to spend the money. You make billions and billions of dollars off the Cubs. You can afford to spend a little bit into that now. And please find Theo Epstein's replacement now. Do not wait to the end of the season. He is not coming back. He is saying he's not coming back. Find him now. Theo Epstein. What can I say about the man? He, wants, he got us a World Series. First time in 108 years. 
Hey, you have to appreciate him. He I did a lot of good for the, the organization. He Bo, did. He Past did. Tense. He Past did. Tense. What he has done since the 2015 offseason has been absolute garbage outside of signing you, Darvish, who has been a Cy Young pitcher for the last year and a half. The first year he got hurt, I told Thompson, Tom, before we he got picked up, year one, year two, he's going to have an arm injury. It's going to happen because it's the normal U Darvish schedule. It happened year one. I was expecting it, so I'm not upset with that contract. I knew it was coming. But the contracts you signed, Brandon Morrow, who pitched, I think, oh, like, what, five games because he, his arm kept getting hurt. Tyler Chatwood, who's you got a $14 million contract to be a relief pitcher and not even a great one at that. Uh, paid eight. He got he paid $184 million for eight years to Jason Hayward. I mean, that contract is just stupid at this point. At his Trading age, too. For Jose Quintana on July 13th, 2017, giving up Eloy Jimenez, the number one ranked prospect in the Cubs farm system, and the number five prospect according to Baseball America at the time. He was number five in the MLB farm system. He was that good. And giving up Dylan our number two ranked prospect, who is now the number four starter in for the White Sox. When all you could have done was wait one month to get Justin Verlander for less. Because his number one team he won was the Chicago Cubs. Gosh, they were so impatient. Him. They were so impatient. Yeah. Like, and that's what – all right, that, that's, this is where I'm jumping in. Okay. Jump in. Go. Um, that is what I, I have really hated. Um, I'm just going to be honest. The last several years, I mean, really in the, in the Epstein era, is he does not have a lot of patience. No. He does not want to wait around for players. He will go out and get from who is available at the time instead of being patient and then getting you know a Verlander or someone who maybe was not making themselves available in the market. Um, you know, I mean, let's let's talk about Garrett Cole last oh. year. I'm not going to talk about you know how he should be a Cub or whatever. We didn't really have the money for him. Uh, we did have we did have the money. I know we did have the money. We didn't want to spend the money. That's the difference. We had the money. We didn't want to spend. Tom Rocket, screw you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but so it, it's that type of situation that really grinds my gears about Epstein's order of operations is he goes out and gets the best of who's available instead of waiting to see who is the best overall in the offseason. He, he does not wait to see the entire landscape play out. He just goes and runs at the first hill. I mean, and because he was in the first hill, we have a situation after 2016 where we cannot resign Dexter Fowler, and the offense has been not the same since. The man signed a, a five-year, $82.5 million contract, and we did not overpay for Hayward. Like, I like Hayward, but we way overpaid for him, like way overpaid him. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a solid player, but not worth the contract yeah. that we gave him. Overpaid him. If we didn't overpay him, you could have gotten Dexter Fowler. Uh, yeah. And you built this great farm system, and you then traded all the way to get Quintana and and Chapman. I understand that wouldn't made sense. It was trying to win a World Series. We needed a closer. It made sense. That one I don't care about. The Quintana one I care very heavily about. And then your shenanigans with Chris Bryant. You, you oh gosh, yeah. you're going to cost us Chris Bryant because you didn't call up to start the season. You moron. And then the bullpen. Figure out the mother trucking bullpen, you ignoramus. <laughs> it's not that hard. I encourage you to come and, you know, come and to lose that. Uh, um, and then Cubs players. Cubs players this season. 
figure out how to score some gosh darn runs. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, Rico, Bryant, Bias, Contreras, Schrober, what the actual heck? And bullpen throws some fire tricking strikes. That's not that hard to do at the major league level. Gosh darn it. Take when, you're, it when you're getting paid millions of dollars to do one thing, throw strikes, uh, you, you ought to be able to do it. And th really, they, they've had inconsistencies in being able to get strikeouts, get outs. I mean, they, they walked a ton of players this year. And that's unacceptable at this level of play, even in this, the type of year that we're having where they didn't have, you know, two months or whatever, a month to, to have their normal warm up. So what? You're getting paid to do that. This is your job. Show up and do it. If you can't do it, take yourself off the bed, off the, off the roster and let someone else do it. Don't let your pride get in the way of a championship, which I, I know that, you, that there's guys that are just trying to make their paycheck. They're trying to um, make their, their name in the league, but they're not going to do themselves any favors by doing what they did this year. The bullpen has been atrocious. They cannot finish. But I, I also don't want to put everything on the bullpen. Yeah. Starters haven't had the greatest outings this year either. When our starters – don't go beyond five, six innings. Everything falls on the bullpen, and the bullpen falls apart early. They're, our bullpen is great later in games if starters get in there. If they don't, and the bullpen gets uh, wound down really early, they, they don't produce. And so I think priorities next year have to be finding a leadoff hitter and finding some way to get the bullpen back to where it needs to be. Leadoff hitter and pitching. Starting and relief. We, we got to figure out the whole thing. All right. Do you have any grievances for the Cubs besides what you just said? Because I'm sweating bullets over here. I'm so ticked off right now. I, I, I kind of, I, would, I mean, we could have a whole entire show on this. We could talk for an hour, and we have about what's going on. I, I don't have anything more that is, you know, family friendly. friendly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so notice how I didn't blame David Ross for all this. It's not his fault. He got the team he had, and the players underperformed, and he tried everything in the book to make it work, and he got us to win the division, and then the, do that, yeah. and Then it bit us in the anus because we couldn't score runs. Yeah, I mean, he, he, had to, he had to play the hand he was dealt. Um, he did it very well for what he was given, yeah. and I mean, now that Epstein is – uh, on his way out the door, I kind of understand some of the things that are are happening. He he didn't get didn't give Ross a lot of support because he was probably mentally checked out. Yeah. The last thing I'll say. Yeah. All right. Now, as Frank Costanza once said to George Costanza, "Quiet, you'll get yours in a minute." Now is your turn, Chicago Bears. Now you got right. my attention. This is where I'm going to let Tom take over because if I go off, we're not going to stop because I'm so ticked off. <laughs> let, let me at him. Let me at him. Go, go Tom. All right. Aaron Grievances, Mitch freaking Trubisky. He's a train wreck. Train wreck Trubisky which has a certain ring to it. Um, and, and why is the decision made to keep him as the starter, make him the starter to start of the season? Peace. Pace, get your head out of your butt, put your pride aside. He finally did. A few games in, finally did put his pride aside and put Nick Holy Foles in as a starter, or at least put him in the game. He wasn't even in the game until the third game of the season. So fourth game, I don't even know. Fourth game of the se third game of the season was when he came in second half, started the fourth and fifth games. 
you gave Trubisky two years to prove himself. He did enough to get by, but you have to recognize when a guy does enough to get by and when he excels. And Trubisky did not excel, has never excelled in the NFL or in college. He was not impressive in college. Ooh. I watched enough. I watched game film of him, just highlights of him, because I knew that this was the guy that the Bears wanted to get. Why they traded up to get him, I don't know. But that's another thing. I'm not going to go there because that was three years ago. I, that We could go down a whole different road of that. But anyway, you, you buy into this guy that has not ever proved himself to be a championship quarterback. So for one, why did you draft him? And two, why are you giving him chance after chance after chance when you have a Super Bowl winning quarterback at your fingertips? That's what I'm going to start this off with. And I, I, I want to give it back to, to Chris because I know this is the probably the biggest thing that I'm, I'm going to leave out there is the quarterback situation in Chicago is bumpy because Foles is, you know, he, he needed to figure it out, yeah, to, to say the least, to say the least. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm putting it lightly. I'm putting it lightly. Um, it's sinking at the bottom of, like, Michigan. But um, – Foles got his feet wet, figured it out after that first game, came back, uh, beat the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. I see him as the future of this season, and I certainly hope that Pace gets his head on straight and realizes that Trubisky is not. Foles does not have to be the future of the franchise, but just figuring out that Trubisky is not and going out and maybe either giving Foles the starter money and then giving him the opportunity, or which I'm not 100% on board with, or going out and finding a franchise quarterback. Okay. Get rid of Trubisky. Get someone who can actually lead you to a championship. All right, I'll, I'll finish off the, the QB situation because Chicago sports fans know the Bears have not had a good quarterback since uh, ever. <laughs> 85? So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jim was good. He was just always hurt because he was about six foot nothing and about 185 pounds soaking wet. And he got hit once and he about got concussed every time. Not his yeah. fault, but what happened? Fighting CTE. <laughs> now, uh, you traded up one spot, not to draft Deshaun Watson, not to draft Patrick Mahomes, but to draft Mitch freaking Trubisky. I poked the bear, guys. What the actual heck? Like What'd you say? Heck, I said. Oh, okay. Ooh. I mean. We're a family-friendly show here, man. I don't, I don't get to hear all this. We did one, <laughs> one, one. Because the foreigners were rumoring that people wanted to to get him. That you fell for that, you moron. How stupid do you have to be? Nick it's a Foles, new level. I mean, Nick Foles got a pay cut. I mean, we because we took his contract from the Jaguars and said we're going to chop it off a little bit and we're going to spread out some of that money and make it shorter. Trubisky is on his final year of his contract, but the bad part is the team is too good to get a low round pick, a low early first round pick, so we can draft a, a good quarterback. We're doing our defense is too good. We're not going to go four, three, four and twelve now because the defense won't let us. Thank goodness for the defense, but I'm going to finish, finish off Ryan Pace because Ryan Pace, you you said his name, and my man went, I thought you were going to run out the door. Uh, uh, Ryan Pace has done a phenomenal job building certain parts of this team. Defense, good. Yeah. Receivers, good. Tight ends, look good. 
But the quarterback position, oh my, and O line, my goodness, how much worse should it be? How much front of the O line is not helping them in any sense of the word? Uh, I mean, Allen Robinson is on the final year of his contract. Pay the man his money now. No waiting. The man has earned it. He has the he's leading the league in receiving yards. Pay him. He's a number one wide receiver. And Snacks Harrison, we needed to tackle this year. Eddie Goldman set out. The we can't stop the run. I mean, if, I mean, uh, uh, if um, Barry Sanders at 55 or our old he is came out of retirement, he can run for 100 yards in the first two quarters because the <laughs> we can't stop a freaking uh, what a, a, a dripping pipe at this point with our rush defense. He is now in Seattle because the Bears did not bring him in first. Pace, you are an ignoramus right now. You're screwing up a championship-level team that you have on defense because you cannot think beyond the uh, two uh, two inches of your nose. Golly, I'm ticked off. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I I didn't want to get you going too bad, but uh, yeah, that's you, you said everything that I'm thinking, man, and it's. Um, you're right. It's truly impossible to underestimate Ryan Pace when it comes to certain aspects of the team. Um, and I hate I hate to say it that you know he has done because I don't really like a lot of his decisions. So it's I hate to say that he has done well in some areas because I don't want to give him too much credit because he is he has done a terrible job in a lot of areas. Yes. But um, and it really seems like with the offense aside from the receiving core that the the QB situation and the O-line situation is more about regret management than goal achievement for Ryan Pace right now. Yep. I mean, and that leads into Matt Nagy, and goodness gracious, if I had to start with Matt Nagy, we're never going to get to Tom's take on Matt Nagy's job. I'm going to let Tom take that one over because, goodness gracious, I could go off for days and Tom's text messages of me going, what the, what the heck was that? What the heck was that? What the heck was that? What's he doing? What's this moron doing? Sometimes when I'm not even able to watch the game if I'm on the road or something, I get texts, what was Nagy thinking? And I know he did something stupid. Uh-huh. And so, I yeah. Um, Nagy has – he's been hit or miss a lot, a lot of misses, but – his offensive play calling is all over the board. He, he cannot create a trend for himself, which is, you know, in some cases good, good to try to throw off defenses, except he doesn't produce. He doesn't choose the right thing to kind of catch the defense off guard. He's calling plays, you know, on third and long, and you're, you're throwing – uh, what a, a dump pass out into the flat with that, and, into double coverage into double coverage, or you're you're doing a a run up the middle with an O line that cannot even protect your quarterback. Um, I mean, th- this is simple coaching one on one that you need to understand the situations, and he is not. I mean, it, it, in, uh, I don't even want to go off on that too much because I know that you have a lot more to say. I'll let you say more of it, but. Um, Nagy's play calling decisions got to get better. How long do we give him before he's on his way out too? I mean, he has not produced enough, and I know it's only been a few years with three, four years, less than five, um, three years. Uh, so he's – if he hasn't done anything at the end of five, do we start saying adios? If he doesn't show something at the end of this year, 
we say adios because gosh darn it, that man can't call an offensive play. Uh, here he goes. Gosh darn it. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, the the heck is he doing on the second and eight in the, I think it was like second and six, like two, under two minutes ago in the game on, on Thursday, he calls a pass play, a pass play, and it stops the clock. And the buck, the ground carries only have one time left. He throws, he runs a pass play. Football 101 says you run the football, but you're on the opponent's side of the field, inside their 20, you run the football to kill their timeouts. This man doesn't understand that. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's what Alex tells us we should do. You moron, that's not how that works. And, and he does have good plays. There are plays that look so beautifully, but you don't know when to call them. He called them the most inopportune time at the stupidest time, or we have a court where you can't operate those plays, which is almost worse at some times, which makes it look worse than it probably is. But does he understand the personnel of the offense? David Montgomery is not a shotgun running back. He is a single back, eye formation, pound the ball running back. What does he do? Line up, Thank you. Line up and shotgun, run the football. Like, what are you doing? He can't do that. I, run the, he's a single back, eye formation. Use what you've got appropriately. Like you I mean, it. know what you have in front of you and use it the way that it's <laughs> the way that it's intended. I think Cole, Cole Komet. Cole Komet is a very good blocking tight end, but his best running receivers are out in of the out of the slot. Why is he running routes from in the inline tight end position? If you're not running the football, have him stay there and then motion to the slot and then throw and then get someone moving so you can see what the defense is giving you. That way you're yep. giving some more options. And Jimmy Graham should only be on the field for third down and the red zone and stop the nonsense of him being in the slot receiver taking away reps from Cole Komet. The man's not. Yeah, fast. I mean, he's no. He, you're, 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 you're about to say what I was about to say too. He he does not have the speed, the agility, uh, because he's he's older. So he does not have this. He's not at the same level of play as Cole Komet. Cole Komet is young. He's right out of college. He has the the speed more so than Graham does. He also has the stamina to be out there for more plays. I mean, yeah, give Graham the ball um, on third down and in the red zone because he's he is a solid. Hands, solid set of hands out there. But commit again. This is it's using the tools you have properly. You don't use a hammer to drill a screw into a piece of wood, and likewise, you don't use a drill to pound hammers or pound nails into wood. I mean, you you gotta you gotta use things the right way. You can't have grandma out there for the majority of the time doing the job that Cole Komet should be doing, and vice versa. I mean, that's that's. It's it's basic. It's understanding what you have in front of you and using it appropriately. That's all I have. And if I see one more Anthony Miller wide open drop, I'm going to yell and scream if I see him on the field for the very next play. We do not need Keyshawn Johnson at wide receiver. That man could not catch a cold in the de- in 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 the Arctic. He was so his hands were so bad at times. We don't need Anthony Miller out there if he's going to drop every pass thrown his way until it's the fourth quarter. And give up your play calling duties. Just give it to someone else. Give it to Bo Lake. Yeah. Give it to Joe, John D. Flo, but give it to someone else because you clearly have no idea what you're doing. Can we send uh, Nagy to uh, Gruden's camp that he used to do with uh, quarterback drafts? I mean, <laughs> I mean he Andy Reid. You think he would know how to call plays, but apparently he didn't learn yeah. how to do that. And so, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, he may know how to draw them up, but he can't call them. So have someone else do it. They might know what's going on. Someone who has the time and the crayons to explain it to him. So. And, and, okay, and then we didn't mention Trick Pagano because what am I supposed to say about Trick Pagano other than he's not a no, great not even, 
He's done a great yeah. job with the defense outside of yeah. the running game, which he can't help because Eddie Goldmanzel's not his right. fault. And we can't get yeah. turnovers because, well, it, maybe it's the scheme is different and they play more man coverage. You don't get as many picks for man coverage. But other than that, defense did not regress under Chuck Pagano. It's been basically top five yeah. still. So what am I going to say about Chuck Pagano? I mean, what? He's been great. What am I supposed yep. to do? About the, the only saving grace silver lining that we have right now um, in our coaching staff anyway. So Chuck um, Yep, appreciate him. Keep doing what you're doing, man. All right, so, Chris, you can take a deep breath. Thus endeth the airing of the grievances for an early festivus for Chicago sports. Leave it at that, so let it be written, so let it be done. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm sweating. He really is airing out. He's two two topics in a row where you had to sit there and suffer. Um, So now one that... Chris and I have been looking forward to for a long time because we love topics like this. And this is the first of them. And you'll see later on, we're going to do another one like us. We are going to give you our favorite hamburgers and cheeseburgers of all time, where to get them. And uh, uh, we're doing top three. And I've got an honorable mention just because I, 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 I eat a lot more burgers than, than Chris. I'm a big guy. Oh, oh, I, I need I, a lot I more burgers. I disagree on that. I just have a better metabolism. I, you, 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 can, you can back it up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you really can. You can help eat me sometimes. But um, anyway, we're going to give you our top three places to get a burger, where to get them, and what it is. So, Chris, lead us off with your number three burger. All right, so my number three burger is a burger I've titled myself because it's a build your own burger from Smoky Bones. It's called mm-hmm. the Miller Time Burger. For the love it, I uh, love the name. It's a half pound burger patty, pulled pork, crispy onions, pickles, barbecue sauce, and a traditional bun at Smoky Bones. Fantastic. The only reason why it's not high on my list because there's no toasted gr- uh, or grilled bun option. They don't give you the option of Smoky Bun, so it would be higher if it had that option. And the uh, crispy onions aren't either crispy enough or they're not thick enough or they don't put enough of them on there. So that might be a smoky bones issue rather than an onion issue. And there's no bacon. So because oh, there's no bacon, bacon. Because there's no bacon and the onions aren't just there's something off. I can't describe it. You, if you had the burger, you could tell that there's something not right about the onions. They, they, but it's a great burger. It's fantastic. If you go smoky bones, get the Miller Time burger. You will not go wrong if you don't die of a heart attack first. <laughs> I was going to say, putting pulled pork on top of oh. pulled pork and fried onions on top of a burger. Delicious. That sounds like my kind of thing. And you know me. For those of you who don't know me, I'm, I'm a rather large individual. And so I, I can, I, this is body by pulled pork. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that, that one, and I haven't personally had that one, but Smoky Bones in Springfield where you, you got it. Oh, that sounds amazing. And next time I find one, and Smoky Bones is a chain too, so you can find them pretty much wherever. So if I run across one, I'm going to have to make this one out, uh, my next choice. I did send Tom a picture of it just to get his mouth watering a little bit. It's for the love of the show, I said. It worked. It really did. Like, I, I, as soon as I saw that, I started craving a burger. I'm like, I need to go now. And I didn't, but I yeah, made the rest of the day terrible. I did not get anything done at work. I'm, I don't even know what day that was. I want to know. Let's not admit to that. Um, I was after work. It was after work. It was it was a it was Thursday night. That's right. It wasn't all right. I'm glad you didn't send that midday because that would have <laughs> killed all all productivity. <laughs> all right. Should I go to my top my number three then? 
do your honorable mention and your number three at the same time. That way we get that. All right. All right. My, my honorable mention is a local one um, to Northern Illinois, and that is um, the stuffed chorizo burger from Three-Headed Monster Barbecue in Shannon, Illinois. And so this is, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it, it's got no cheese on it, so it would be right up your alley. And it's uh, a chorizo patty stuffed with, um, he mixes it up sometimes. He, he has gone with Italian beef um, or pulled pork before, and both are absolutely amazing. And this is the um, barbecue joint that we had cater our wedding. That's good food. Cater me and my wife's wedding. And I mean, he, he, it was all the fixings. Everything's phenomenal. But as far as burgers go, I got to give him an honorable mention. And it really was hard to do that because it's so delicious. Um, that, yeah, I, I, I have no other reason to give it that except that I've had a lot more of the other ones. And, um, he only does these ones every once in a while because they're so filling. Um, but I mean, the thing is probably inch, inch and a quarter thick. It's, it's huge. And you will not be hungry the rest of the day. Um, but he, he just operates out of a little food truck that he has in, in Shannon. And then he has a truck that he takes to Sterling, Illinois and Freeport, Illinois. So um, if you happen to be in the, the area and Rhett is serving the, the stuffed burgers, got to go for him. You will not be – you will not regret it. That's our goal. Next time I come up, we're getting that burger. Gosh darn it! <laughs> you got it, man. You got it. If he's still if he's still running the truck when you're up here next, we're gonna go. Yep. Um, next one uh, is a a Springfield locate. Well, they, they actually they have a Peoria location as well. Oben and Isaacs. Mm. They are a microbrewery and restaurant in Springfield and Peoria. Um, I think they might have a third location, but I don't want to get it wrong where it's at. Um, but this is their beer and whiskey burger. And um, it's because they, they make all of their own um, beers, they use that to kind of infuse flavors into the meat. Obviously, all the alcohol cooks off. Same with the whiskey, kind of to create a glaze that goes onto it. But I, I'm, I think it's got, um, it's got cheese. It's got um, onion strings on top and it, uh, a toasted bun on, to boot on that. Just perfect. And they have phenomenal fries to go with it. So that's just another thing, which I could do a whole show on the fries too um, from anywhere. But just the combination of what you get, where you get it, the atmosphere in the, the restaurant, absolutely amazing burger. So if you end up having a night at Oben and Isaac's or if you want someplace to DoorDash from or Uber Eats or whatever, um, and you're in Springfield or Peoria or wherever, get the beer and whiskey burger from Oben and Isaac's again. Uh, you you will love it. It's uh, it's very rich, very filling, but um, the flavors are just phenomenal. They they stick with you. It's very robust, but not too much at the same time. That sounds absolutely fantastic. And a dig check for you. They only have uh, locations in Springfield and Pure, nowhere else as at this moment. But their food's that good. They will probably have to have more locations. I knew that they expanded to Peoria a few years ago, but and they were growing fast. So I wouldn't be surprised if we say a third location somewhere. All right. Now it's for my number two. If you guys have ever seen diners, drive-ins, and dives on the Food Network, I'm a big fan of um, dives for burger restaurants. I think burger joints, dives are the best place 
for a lot of good burgers. And they might not make your top 10 or your top three, but they usually have very good burgers. And this dive, the burger bar in Springfield has my number two burger of all time, the Cowboy Burger, which Ooh, is a half yes. pound burger patty, pulled pork, onion rings, barbecue sauce, and a gourmet toasted bun. It is phenomenal. You cannot beat it. And the only reason why it is not higher on the list, no pickles, no bacon. Other than that, it's a phenomenal <laughs> burger, and it is, it's hard to beat that burger. It's just fantastic. Of course, you have to take the cheese off because it, uh, if I have cheese, well, I, I'm either flowing to the sky from my stomach <laughs> or I'm on the toilet destroying another toilet because I, my stomach is just exploding. Oh, Dude, <laughs> people are going to listen to this. Exactly. Oh, I don't care. I'm like, I'm like, listen, Tom, and I'm proud. You guys, Charnet. I'm going to make you a t shirt that says that. <laughs> All right, number two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat a little bit here, more for the location, but I really could not decide between two burgers because they're just phenomenal. Uh, Buggy Works in Monroe, Wisconsin. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I work in Monroe, uh, Wisconsin. I used to before I started working from home um, and came across a place called Buggy Works. It's in an old uh, buggy factory um, and they actually have a buggy sitting in the restaurant exposed brick um really cool building that i mean it's they don't take up the whole thing but awesome atmosphere if you get a chance to go there please do um because it's amazing staff is wonderful as well um but i'm going to go with two burgers from their lineup they have a lot to offer but the number six burger is a excuse me uh half pound burger with cream cheese uh caramelized onions bacon a garlic aioli and mixed leaf lettuce and Roma tomatoes. So again, it's not fulfilling your pickles, um, which no you can you no can pickles. add on. I'll, I'll say, um, but you can also get it on a pretzel bun, which for me kind of takes it to that next level. Yeah, that does. Um, and it, I when I first saw it, I saw the cream cheese, and I was like, no, that's. I mean, why would you put cream cheese on a burger? And I got it, and it was game changing. Like it, it added a next level of like creamy creaminess and tanginess to the burger. Um, and I'm not normally a caramelized onion fan. And I, I mean, this this burger does it for me. So number six burger, phenomenal. Uh, number six at number two, I should say. But tied for number two, also from Buggy Works, is the We Curd You Love Bacon Burger. So it is a uh, burger with fried cheese curds, bacon, mac and cheese sauce, because they have they do have make their own mac and cheese sauce. Um, uh, so it's very thick. And then... Also, their curd sauce. So they have two different sauces. They have bacon and fried cheese curds. This just screams Wisconsin at you. Wisconsin. And that's why I don't have to, I don't get it every time, is because it's so rich. I, I I mean, it's not too often that I can't finish a burger, but oh my gosh, <clears throat> it's like a meal on top of a burger. And so yeah, but I know I'm I'm going overboard on it, but it is it is phenomenal. Um, it's a huge meal. Go hungry. You will not leave hungry. Again, I that's mean, Buggy Works in Monroe, Wisconsin. I mean, I'll say the cheese, those sound like great burgers, but again, that's right. just that's just me. That's just me, people. If you like cheese, those sound like phenomenal burgers. And just hearing you the curd burger, whatever it was, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm gonna die if I ever have that. There will no Oh my, I mean, my arteries are gonna hate me, but I <laughs> still cholesterol through the roof, but uh, it's worth it. All right, my number one. 
my favorite. I've only had it twice in my life because that's how little my family went to this restaurant. But because I know it's good because I requested that restaurant for my uh, high school graduation uh, celebration. The ultimate burger from Famous Dave's is the best burger on this planet because it's a half-pound burger patty, Georgia chopped pork, two strips of bacon, spicy hellfire pickles, barbecue sauce, and a toasted grill bun. It is fantastic. <laughs> the only thing missing, crispy onions or onion rings. That's the only thing that's missing. Other than that is a perfect burger. There's nothing missing from that burger. Am my food palate. <laughs> that checks off all the boxes for you. The pickles, the pulled pork, the bacon, that, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is missing are onions, our crispy onions, onion rings uh, for my palate. But other than that, it is the perfect burger. On, it's the most perfect burger you can get on God's green earth that I've had. <laughs> Quickly Googling where nearest famous days is. No. <laughs> to me right now. How fast, I can, oh how fast can I clog my arteries? <laughs> Apparently as fast as it takes you to, drink, to eat one burger uh, oh, from famous days. Wow, that's yeah. phenomenal, man. It's a, da it's a danger burger, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, one day, one day I'll have one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like you and I can go on a food tour across America that, um, if, just for burgers. If this show gets popular enough, you guys, and we are making the millions and millions of dollars, we will probably do that at some point. Just go on a burger tour and tour the U.S. You know for what? burgers. If we do, if we, I mean, if this turns into something huge, why not? Let's, yeah. let's go for it. Hold us to this, folks. In however many years we make it big. Big if there. No. Uh, come back and visit this episode and remind us to go on a food tour across America. Absolutely. All right. Um, so I, I'm noticing a trend here with my top list is a lot of them are local to me, <laughs> um, where I am right now in Northern Illinois. Um, and this one is about three miles from my house. It is at, it is from Rideout Corners in Rideout, Illinois right off of Route 20, if you're going on Route 20 um, west towards uh, between Rockford and Freeport, um, you will not miss it because it's right there. Uh, well, actually you might miss it because it's a little hole in the wall place, mm -hmm. not many seats, but uh, I don't know what they do about the burger. I, that doesn't even have a name. It's just the burger. The burger. But you get your, you get your option of American cheddar um, or pepper jack cheese and uh, your toppings. You can have onions, pickles, there's no tomato, there's uh, no lettuce, you get ketchup and mustard. Ketchup, mustard on the bottom, pickles on the bottom, um, and you can, yeah, but you, you cannot, so it, it is a back to basics burger, and I love calling it back to basics because it really focuses in on what makes a burger great, and that is the burger, the patty. There's not an exact science to it, it's on an old crusty grill, and that's just what makes it even better is this is, you know, a dive bar off of U.S. Route 20. And somehow they create the best burger I have ever had in my entire life. And I think it only costs like six bucks, too. It's, it's ridiculously cheap. It's like five or six bucks. And now you're questioning why we didn't get this when you were out visiting, aren't you? Yeah, now I'm, uh, now I'm upset with you right now. <laughs> this is going to become uh, a great right. just, just give me, Hey, we want a food tour of northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin when you come back up. All but right. right at corners, get their burger. I don't know their secret. All I know is they do it right. They do it um, every day. And grill always stays on till last call at the bar. 
This is what their sign says right up front. So you could have folks who are there till you know 1 2 a.m. and take a burger to go. I mean, Fantastic. hospitality is phenomenal for you know Northern Illinoisans, and the burger is just something about it. Just you have to appreciate because all the flavor is in the meat, and the way they season it is perfect. I don't know what they do, but keep doing it. Um, I actually play softball against the owner of uh, Right Up Corners, and I, I've yet to ask him what the secret is, but. Um, I'm sure he won't divulge that information to me, but it is, it's just amazing. I don't know what it is about it, but basic focus on what's important. That, that is the meat. I know I went off on that. No, no, that's I've good. done this so many times. I haven't had this conversation in my head so many times, and I told myself, don't go on a rant. Don't go <laughs> rant, boy, about the right burger, just you know, just because it's a burger. Yeah. We knew we were anyway. going along in this episode, so this is why we said we're not doing NFL things because we knew we got the food. We're like, okay, timeout. We're going to go on the rant, guys. Sorry, but we yeah. like our hamburgers. <laughs> we, we do. And and you can get no cheese on it, Chris, just for you. So, But anyway, right out Illinois, if you're passing through, grab a burger. Yeah, so I saw your trend is you like burgers are close to you, and mine is I need to make sure that there's – as much things on the burger that can kill your heart as fast as possible. Like, hey, I did that too with the curd burger. Yeah, I know. I like. I need to make sure that those baking pickles and onions. If you got those three things, we're pretty much good to go. If you had pulled pork on top of that, you're in the next level as far as I'm concerned. Hey, there you have it. There's all the boxes to check for Chris to love a burger. If you can do it well, point them in the right direction. And if you have a different burger that you don't uh, agree with or that, that didn't make our list, let us know in the comments. Yes. Because this is going to be on Facebook or respond to us in an email because we want to know. We want to know where to find these because when we go on our food tour of America, we got to have some stops along the way. Oh, absolutely. So, let us have it. All right. All right. And now I have to concede defeat because Chris once again has handily defeated me in the pickums for uh, NFL. So here we are, Chris, with your two-minute victory speech. And I actually get to participate in this one, folks. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm really excited for it. Yeah. So I give Tom a heads up a little bit earlier, like when we did our normal Wednesday uh, pre-show meeting to decide how we're going to do this episode. I said, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do for our two minutes, my two minute speech. I'm going to need your participation because you're going to love this ep- this thing." And he his eyes like lit up. He about lost his mind when I told him what was happening. And, and that was just a few days ago. I, I yeah, yeah, about lost my marbles. It was amazing. Yeah, Wonderful so- night. Yeah, so um, I've given two of these speeches before. Um, one was educational. One was more motivational. This one has nothing to do with either of those things. This is more of a rambling, ranting, raving about a garbage top 10 list from one of our favorite uh, YouTube channels, Dude Perfect. Yes. On the latest Overtime episode, Tyler Tony, TT, the Rage Monster himself, gave his top 10 list of cereals. Now, the segment, like all Dude Perfect was highly entertaining with them yelling and ranting and raving about cereals and Tyler punting cereals in the air that were absolute garbage, like all like Basic Four and Raisin Nuts and all this other – or Grape Nuts, whatever it's called, and all these other cereals that he did not like. Pumpkins, pumpkin and flax ugh, seed. Ugh, I was yeah. not even there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Tyler – also had one of my favorite comments of all time. A good cereal needs no milk because they lactose intolerance. I 1000% agree with. So I like that comment. But however, this list was absolute garbage. Oh, it was terrible. 
at number 10, you have Frosted Mini Wheats. I, I like Frosted Mini Wheats, but at number 10, come on, man. That might, that might be like a top 10, like fibrous, yeah. you know, healthy yeah. cereal. Yeah. I've had those. I, I, I eat those dry. I used to eat those dry all the time, but if I saw that and I had other options, I would skip it. Fun Fetty, I've never tried, but it looks like it's just sugar in your hand. Like it sounds good. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles was eight. Respect to Fruity Pebbles. Hyenic Cheetos, I love Hyenic Cheetos. I respect it at number seven. Captain Crunch Berries. If you're going to have Captain Crunch, why are you picking one of the berries in there? That's just silly. And why, and why are you putting Captain Crunch in the top ten anyway? Like the the flavor it leaves, and it, it almost leaves a residue on the, the roof yeah, of your no, mouth. I know. I, I know Cody Jones, who's apparently their cereal expert, wanted it in like number one. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. no. Please stop. And then Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes was number five. How is Frosted Flakes number mm -hmm. five? On what planet is Frosted Flakes number five cereal? I mean, try eating that They're stuff dry. <laughs> try eating those things dry, my friend. It, it, you, think, you think it's bad with milk. It's, it's just as bad dry. Well, and if they're in milk, you get about three seconds before they're just soggy paste. Nothing, yeah. Number four, Reese's Puffs. I respect that. I like that one. I think it could be higher. And number three, Cookie Crisp. Another great – it's more cookie I, than I can cereal, appreciate that. But yeah. I, I appreciate Cookie Crisp. I like that it's cookies because I did dry, so I like the cookies. Right. I got. I maybe had that like, you know, four times in my life, though, because I was – we were not allowed to have that one yep. growing yep. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same situation. I think we got it like once, and so yep. we ate it in a day. Same situation. Now, number two, he got cute with. He made sure in his hot ten video to say this is probably the world number one, but it says number two. Ty, you got cute with this one. You put cinnamon toast crunch at number two. How can you mess this up, man? How snub the champ. You snub the champ. I mean, this is I like saying cereal. this is like saying Tom Brady isn't the greatest quarterback of all time because you grew up watching Joe Montana. I mean, that's just stupid. And then number one was Honeyos. Let's just take, oh, let's, just take no. let's take a moment of silence in honor no, of this dumb pick. All right. And we're back. That's that, enough. That I, I cannot be Christmas. silent about this. All right. I cannot be silent about these honey O's. I, mean, I, I, all right. I thought about this in the last 20 minutes or 45 minutes since we've yeah. started talking. I have had honey O's and they're okay. Yeah. They might be a top 10 cereal, they might be top 20 cereal. Yeah. But it's a glorified Honey Nut Cheerio. Exactly. 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 And when you have the goat at number two mm -hmm. at your fingertips, you cannot reasonably put Honeyos at the number one slot. I mean, I looked at his list. I have six. Six of his shows are not on my list entirely. My top ten list is probably going to be better than his. I Because that list is so garbage, I don't know how it can get worse. That's why I put Raising Brand, Basic Four, Life as one, two, and three. That's the only way this list gets any worse, in my opinion. Because whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't knock life. Cinnamon and vanilla life are game-changing. Okay. Okay, that uh, would the be, regular life, sure, I'll give that life. to you. But they have the, regular the flavored life. cinnamon yeah. and vanilla, I, I've eaten that dry, and it's it's amazing. Right. But, on, their, on their list was the was the general life here. It wasn't like – Yes. Oh, no, that's – yeah, terrible. So – uh, here are my two honorable mentions because I could not put them on my list. Was Fruity Pebbles is actually great to eat dry. It's just not going to make my top 10. And Frosted Mamies, like I said, I've eaten that dry before. It's actually good, but it's not a top 10 cereal. So number 10, Cody Jones, you're welcome. Honeycomb is my number 10 cereal. Honeycomb is Thank you. fantastic. Got to make it on there. 
it has to make it on there. It was not originally in my top 10 before this morning. I said, what am I doing? Honeycomb's not at number 10. What's wrong with me? And I fixed that post haste. Number nine, Fruit Loops. I mean, come on, man. It's Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. Fruit. I mean, I, and the first thing I want, I get this Fruit Loop cereal called Fruit Loops. That's a quote from, <laughs> from, from Badman and Colleague Schumer, and I love that because it's just a fantastic line. Um, number eight, Honey Nut Cheerios. Like I said, seven was about the right spot. I have an eight. is a good cereal, yep. and it's a classic. Credit where credit's due. Number seven, he did not have this on his list, and I agree with the twins. For once in my life, I agree with the twins, but Cocoa Krispies should have been on that list somewhere because Cocoa Krispies, eat those dry, are fantastic. And, and they turn the milk chocolate. Yes, that's the other yeah. thing. You put them in a regular milk, you get chocolate milk when you're done yeah. with it. It's fantastic. So that's number seven on my list. I put Cookie Crisp at six because I didn't have that much, but you see, I get cookies to eat as a cereal. <laughs> what are we arguing about here? I mean, this is just ridiculous. Number five, this might be controversial, but I, I had to agree the purple hoser. Apple Jacks need to be on that list somewhere. I love Apple Jacks. They were fantastic. It, it's controversial, I know, but I do like Apple Jacks a lot. I've eaten a lot of Apple Jacks in my lifetime, so I won't I won't complain about that one. That's, I mean, it's probably that's respectable. High, it's, probably it's, very high, list. it's probably very high list. It probably should be like nine, but it's my list, guys. So sorry about that. But I, but I <laughs> yes, unapologetic. So uh, number four, how is this on the list? There's freaking marshmallows in it. Lucky Charms has to be on the list because of the marshmallows, man. It has to be on the Thank list somewhere. You. All right. I will say this. I will say this about Lucky Charms, though. Yeah. Yes, it needs it, it needs to be a top 10 cereal. Mm -hmm. Always needs to be a top 10 cereal. And you can buy just the marshmallows yeah. oh. in packets now. Yeah. In packets now. Which kind of but if Lucky Charms was just a marshmallow cereal, it would be the number one cereal. It's fantastic. The cereal part of Lucky Charms hurts was it. A, it was was not great. I mean, it's yeah. it was plain. It, it was like eating plain Cheerios. Yeah. With yeah. marshmallows, but the marshmallows saved the cereal. Yeah. Bump it all the way up to top ten for me. Yeah. That's how good I the marshmallows absolutely are. Absolutely agree. I if, whenever we had Lucky Charms, it's rare moments as in our house. I would eat that thing with my hands. Was like, give me the Lucky Charms with marshmallows in this thing. Not to mention, you know, it could survive an atomic holocaust. So I mean, it's you know, <laughs> yeah. <Absolutely. laughs> that's that's another benefit of those marshmallows. You got yeah. you got. Um, Pandemic food. Yeah. Number three, how is this not on the list? Tom, if I say I'm cuckoo for something, what do you think I'm cuckoo for? Cocoa Puffs. How is this not on the list? Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs are fantastic. Again, going along with the, the, the Cocoa Krispies, <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, that's the same thing. You get, And actually, you do – is that also a chocolate milk one where yes. it kind of like – Yeah, it kind, it kind of gets a little chocolate. trend with chocolate yeah. cereals yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, I mean, that, that's iconic. Yeah. Little little balls of chocolate puffs, and um, I mean, when you say that the phrase "I'm cuckoo for you," can help can't help but not say cocoa puffs. I mean, I mean you gotta, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I mean yeah. it's it's iconic. It's a perfect it. snack food you could have yes. it for watching a movie. Sit down, open up a box of cocoa puffs. You sit there eating cocoa puffs. It's just as good as popcorn. If, if phenomenal dry, phenomenal dry cereal. Number two, Reese's Puffs. Again, similar to Cocoa Puffs, but I love Reese's Puffs. There's a little bit more. Just a little bit more Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. It's a fantastic can uh, cereal. Again, my list is always going to be what's better dry because I can't drink milk for obvious reasons. So if it's <laughs> dry, it's going to be higher on my list than how yep. it is with milk. And number one, I did not get cute with this. It's cinnamon toast crunch. What are we even talking about here? It's got to be number one. It is clearly the best cereal of all time. 
you can have it dry and it is delicious. So Tom, hey, I, I, I got to give you credit there. A lot of those going to make my top 10 too. And obviously this isn't my top 10 list. And I don't, I don't even care that we're well over two minutes. We, we could spend, uh, again, we could spend a whole episode talking about this, much like the guys did at Dude Perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I love your top 10 list, man. A couple of them probably would have changed out, yeah. but overall, solid list. Thank so, you. I mean, you, you got to go with ca uh, Captain yeah. Cinnamon Toast yeah, Crunch absolutely. for uh, the number one. Honorable mention, outside of my top 10, but still always a solid cereal. Um, I'm going to give you two. Right. Uh, one that I got a lot growing up, Honey Bunches of Oats. Oh, still have that because yeah, yeah, it's actually sweet. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, cinnamon clusters, fantastic. Uh, number two, didn't have a lot of it growing up because it's kind of like Cookie Crisp. Uh, Oreo O's. It's a snack, snack yeah. cereal, high in sugar, bouncing <laughs> off the walls when you have it. But, I mean, that's another one. Dry or with milk, you can have it anytime. So yeah, I think, those are my two honorable mentions to your list. I think we had those as well growing up just once or twice. Those are good. I probably should have thought about where to put them, but I didn't want to have too many chocolate cereals on my right. list. It was like half my list. It could just, be, it could just be the best chocolate cereals, and you could you could have a whole top ten from that. I mean, it's fantastic. I think I think we agree my list is probably closer to being a better top ten list for everyone in America, if not the world, than Tyler Tony's list was because that list was just absolute garbage. Yeah, you know, I, I love the guys that do perfect. Love love to see, you know, all of Tyler's stuff. But uh, if you've seen some of the other top tasks oh, that he's gosh. done, he has a theme of not exactly uh, agreeing with the norm and in a very not good way. Yeah. So, uh, Tyler, we love you, buddy. And we actually hope to uh, interview you or get yes. a chance to talk yeah. with yeah. you sometime because yeah. we got to pick your brain about these top tens. Um, mean, we got to know what's going on in that Melanie's. I mean, the beard. We um, might do segments rating his top 10 going forward because they're just so bad. I could, I could talk about his top 10s every time he gets a new one. I mean, I mean we have to do PSAs for you guys so you guys know what's going on in his brain. <laughs> right. But what were, movies and candy were the oh, other two? Gosh. Oh, no. Movies and candy. Yeah. Get ready for that, folks. That That's coming up. We so, might, all right. Yeah. yeah. Movies, we would have to get some help with that one because. That was a tough one, but his list was just bad. <laughs> it was just. I, I mean, I'm talking more just a response to hit, not necessarily yeah. a top ten for us. Right. That could get mushy, but response right. to hit because oof, it was cringy. Yeah. Elf, elf. Oh, I mean, all right, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off the. <laughs> I'm gonna get off of that topic. Yeah. Chris, close out this this segment. Appreciate you bringing it up because obviously it's something that I that we're both very passionate about. Absolutely. I mean, that was my victory speech. Maybe Tom wins ne this next week one. I mean, the Bills times looks like it's happening on Tuesday, which could give him a nice, easy one game, but we don't know. So we won't know probably till maybe Tuesday night, Wednesday morning this time around, guys. So it'll be a late notification for either one of us who won. Oddly yep. enough. So we will let you guys know how that works out. I will promise you this. I will promise you this. Mm -hmm. If I win this week, I'm gonna do a, a reaction to his top ten candies. Fantastic. I just gotta, I gotta go with the trend here. It's you know, it, I gotta follow follow up your performance. Uh, absolutely, I love it. I 100% agree with that one. But if you want to talk to us and give us some more advice, please follow our Facebook page and give us some updates regarding the show. I mean, we could use some input sometimes. I mean, you guys do like our 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 stuff, but some comments would be helpful sometimes, you guys. And 
Also, you can email us at your comments at sportsandmore at gmail.com. That's capital C, capital T. We almost need to put that in our post for, our, for the episodes. Like, here's the episode. Here's our email address so that people know how to email us. Once again, that's sportsandmore at gmail.com. Capital C, capital T. Still no email, so no one's won the prize to come on the show yet. I guess it's not that big of a. I, I hope prize. people are making it all the way to the end so that, so that they realize that there is a prize. I mean, yeah. We maybe we should just blast it on this when we post the episode. There is a prize. There if is email a prize. <laughs> Enter this giveaway. Totally not a scam. No. Um, <laughs> so, and, and also along the Facebook uh, thing, give us your top 10. Give us your top three cereals, your top, your best burgers. Mm-hmm. We want to hear them. So, uh, share that on the posts. Absolutely. You can also go to. Our anchor page, or Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or any of the other listening platforms, because we are on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, you lovely, beautiful people of the internet, for getting us onto Apple Podcasts. Uh, and and we've seen a significant spike in the last two three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, over fifty percent, or uh, I mean, at least forty percent of our views, uh, in our plays entirely, have come from the last three weeks. And that's all because of you guys. We cannot appreciate you more. Um, so we appreciate. We, we just want to share that appreciation with you now. Um, we love that you're you're listening in. Um, so keep tuning in. We'll keep putting out content as much as we can. Um, so download this episode where you get your podcasts and uh, look out for any future episodes we create on these platforms. And like Tom said, we would like to thank all of you. Probably the tens. Tens of people who listen to our ridiculous ramblings and takes on everything, especially about the Cubs, the Bears, and our favorite foods, because this was a foodie episode. If you're a foodie, you probably loved it. I know I am, and I got a lot of friends who are, so hopefully they give us their take on it. Um, If you want to see more food episodes, uh, hit the like button on the Facebook page. Next episode's creation date is to be decided, but our next weekly NFL picks should be uploaded before the Thursday night game next week, and I feel like I have to promise every week that I'll do it (laughs) because that one time. So 10-15, October 15th, you will see a new NFL picks. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for an update regarding that next episode. But until then, as always, please stay safe and healthy. Sports and more with Chris and Tom was brought to you by no all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted in each segment.